Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Don't Be a Man About It. Mazen Sakran, a very good friend of mine and also a business owner of uh, CustomX. Correct. CustomX. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mazen. <clears throat> Thank you, Rahaf. It's, it's a pleasure to be on the show. And honestly, this is the first time I, I am ever going to be asked about fatherhood. So I don't know how it will go. <laughs> you made me laugh so much when you said, Rahaf, no one ever asked me about my fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So... Let's see. I don't know what to expect, but uh, I'll be as open as I can. Well, let's start from asking you, how is your heart doing today? My heart? Mm, your heart. Mm. My heart is honestly filled with love. I'm happy. It's just that my body is uh, not doing too well because I'm not getting too, too much sleep. <laughs> For example, yesterday I just had literally two hours of sleep. So uh, it is something that changes, uh, depending, of course, I think, on the child that you have and their sleeping patterns. But to answer your question, my heart is doing great. Uh, there's a lot to, to be happy about, a lot to love and to be loved as well. And of course, being a father is one thing that really changed that uh, drastically. I love that. I love that. I, I love everything that is revolved around love, because at the end of the day, I believe that when you do things out of love, you can overcome anything that comes your way, right? Absolutely. Awesome. I mean, I would remember like before being a father on a day like this, on a Monday, you know, you have a busy week and you just slept two hours. I would have probably been, uh, you know, in a bad mood, right. uh, not super excited. <laughs> Something that naturally in my chemicals, I don't know, but it, it just gives me the power, the energy to wake up and spend some time with my baby and, you know, go to the office and try to do better than what I did yesterday. And of course, come back to my baby later on. It's, it's just something that I can't explain. And just it pushes me and gives me energy. And I just love it. So let, let's start from here. That's, uh, that's a beautiful thing to highlight because many men say and they can swear by the change that happens to them be, from before being fathers to after. There's this some sort of transition or transformation that men go through. So how was that experience for you before Gigi, after Gigi? <laughs> um, when, when it comes to, you mean, mental health and the, your energy Everything, and the way... Yes, your lifestyle, the way you do things. As Mazen, what has changed for you? Uh, and there's one thing I would like to highlight, Rahaf, and, and I am no expert at fatherhood, but I'm going to talk from my your perspective and from my experience. But uh, yes, I talked a lot about love and that's amazing, um, but I'm also human. And I think just like how mothers are not immune to depression when they're maybe pregnant or when they give birth, I also think, and maybe changing much now is that men are not immune as well to depression. So I do go through a lot of anxiety, whether it's before or after. You know, whether you're thinking about the future, thinking about the financials, thinking about the responsibility, for example, from my experience, the first 12 months was, I was super protective. And, uh, you know, I was struggling inside. Like I, did, I wanted to not be protective, but my mind was naturally being overprotective. I'm, I'm much better now, but that's something I never thought I would be. Like, I remember when I used to see my friends with their kids, I, I always, I was like, why are you so concerned? Let them fall, let them play, let them, you know. <laughs> And it was very easy to say it, but when I experienced it, I, I, I could not. 
And one thing I think partners need to work on is to really understand their partner. Mm-hmm. It's like, if he or she is overprotective, man, just let it be. And it, it got to my nerves specifically from people around me in my family and not my partner where they were always pointing fingers at me. It's like, Mazen, you're too overprotective. I was like, so <laughs> it's it. I am, let, let me be. And this is, this is, I think the first thing that comes to mind, uh, Rahaf to me is like, what changed? I was never overprotective, um, it, whether it was for my life or my siblings or my, my loved ones, but with my child, it just totally changed. So you came to learn new things about yourself. Absolutely. And <clears throat> let's, let's go back because yes, women do go through this um, postpartum depression after they give birth. Did you go through that? Yani, you mentioned something about the anxiety, the, the, the things, the behaviors that has changed, but did you go through a parental depression? Um, before we, I answer that question, first of all, I want to show out a lot of love and support to every single woman that goes through this. And, you know, nine months is, is just something I personally cannot do. So with pregnancy, and I really shout out to every single mom out there that went through it. So much respect because it's not easy. Um, and to answer your question, Rahaf, I did, obviously. And I'm thinking even before becoming a father, like when my wife was pregnant, I did have a lot of anxiety. Like I was happy, but I was scared. You know, I was excited, but I was not looking forward to it. I was, you know, enthusiastic about becoming a father and because I naturally love kids. But once it hit me, I was like, oh, what's gonna change in my life? What do I need to be now? Um, More responsibilities, more uh, commitment, more, Um, you know, just being the right person. And I am very natural. I mean, you know me on a personal level. I like to live my life naturally, whether it's at work or, um, but this is one of the most things that made me think a lot. And uh, and that was obviously a type of depression or anxiety, you would know better, but it just made me think a lot. And it made me sometimes um, be a bit distant, if you want, within, within my family circle. Um, but after my wife gave birth and of course, Gigi (laughs) came to this life, um, a lot of things changed and it just turned into more happiness. Obviously there's still the anxiety, there's still the thinking, but you know what? I I look at it within a positive outlook, which helps me push myself and drive to a better future for myself and the family. But did you have, you're talking and for me, it's, it's, when you said I went distant from my family, did you go distant because you didn't know how to get the support or you just felt that this is something you have to get through on your own or they wouldn't understand? No, it was just more, honestly, it wasn't about the support from the family. I have a very supportive friends, system. Yeah, friends or family. No, every, everyone around me, as, as soon as you know that you're expecting, obviously they're happy. And this is something I love as well. But it was just Mazen and Mazen inside, exactly. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was just a, an internal strug- struggle where, yeah, like at some point in time in my life, I was always saying, I don't want kids, you know? And uh, I, I was even, when I was younger, I was saying, I don't want to even get 
married. Uh, and of, of course, naturally change, things change, you meet the right person, uh, things develop, and it's a natural reaction if, if uh, God wants it, that you, you have children. And for the first five years of our marriage, we had no kids. Uh, and when, when I had Gigi, it just made me, maybe distant is the wrong word, but it made me think of things I never thought of. You know, and, and I just did not want to let anybody down. And I just, that's how I felt I was running away from the problem. Mm. You know, I was not talking about it with my wife. I'm not talking about it with my family. And then I realized that I am going through some kind of depression. And becoming aware about an issue like this was key to me. So I became aware. I started, you know, th thinking about it more loudly, if you want, talking about it which helped me a lot, I mean, until, of course, Gigi came to this life. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, it's not easy for anyone to come and say, yes, I did go through some depression uh, before being a parent or after being a parent. Do you have now, did you, were you able to build, because moms have it everywhere, Facebook groups, WhatsApp groups, everywhere, community supporting moms. Do you have that as a dad? Um, I don't think I ever heard of it. I mean, I was once looking at uh, some, um, not groups, but social media influencers that are especially in the Arab world that talk about fatherhood. And uh, funny enough, I could not find any. I might be wrong. Start one, Mazen. Yeah, I don't know about that, but honestly, I was looking forward to follow someone in the Arab world that talks about fatherhood, some of the issues, what needs to be done, what's right, what's wrong, and you know, or just from their yeah. experience. And I couldn't find it. So no, there are, there aren't any groups like you know. I know how it is with moms, and it's an interesting one. And this just shows you how the weight gravitate more towards uh, women, especially in our region when it comes to parenting. And men do need help. Absolutely, absolutely. I've had a lot of discussions and not discussions, conversations with men when either they became single dads or they became new dads or they became divorced dads. So it's, uh, it's so sad to hear their stories and the things that they go through in silence. And yeah. um, all, almost all of them agree that we don't have that. And a support group, support uh, people, nothing. They ask about you for a few days and then life moves on. Um, I do believe someone has to start a group. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, but do, do, maybe, is this more cultural? I mean, sorry to cut you off here, but is it more cultural from your experience? Do you think it's just that men in our region specifically want to be men about it? Oh, uh, yeah. It is cultural, and no, when we when we when I have those conversations, <clears throat> people or men from Europe or from India have it differently than men in, in the Middle East. So men in the Middle East, listen, I'm not gonna say to anyone that I'm talking to you. Please don't share anything about what I just yeah. said to you. I was like, but you have to mention something at some point. No, no, I don't want to. I don't know what my wife would think if she knew I was going through all of that. What would my son think of me? So we still have this, uh, I don't want to say stigma, but this ice block that is, yes, yes. 
keeping men and society in between. Yeah. So men are are they want help? So it's different than before. Yani whether it was dads or or not dads, they do need the help, and they say yes, I need help. But who's gonna help? No one cares. And the society, yeah. unfortunately, they 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 prove them right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, um, yeah, a lot of men need help because honestly. Like everyone can be a father or a mother, like, but not everyone can be a dad or, or a mom. Absolutely. And, um, and of course, when I think of my experience, I want to try to be the best dad virgin I can be for my, for my family. Yeah. And normally, when you want to seek help, you go to groups, you read stuff, you watch videos. And it's interesting that there aren't, aren't any, like zero content, especially in the Arab world, about this, for men, specifically. What am I doing? <laughs> I know, I'm, but I'm talking about the I know, group. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah, what you're doing is amazing, and I have so much respect for that, but it, it, there should be an, a, an open platform for anyone to just join something and just maybe ask a question, you know? I don't want to ask my, my mom or my brother or my oh. friend. So, Hopefully, interesting. I mean it's a very interesting topic and now because i do know that once you put something in your mind you find it and the fact that you couldn't find something uh for supporting dads or supporting new dads is is, is really really upsetting yeah absolutely you think fathers have it now easier than before the generation or it's more difficult or it's different um I think it's changing a lot, and especially I'm, I'm going to talk about my experience and, and, of course, what I see around me. But I just feel like, and something I keep reminding myself of is that our kids did not decide to come to this world. Hmm. We decided to, to, to get them. And if I compare like previous generations or my, my parents, for example, with what's happening today, it's like the previous generations think that their kids owe them something. Oof. You know, I'm your father, I'm your mom. Uh, you have to listen to me. You have to do this. Yeah. I know and what's this good is, for like, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is, this is changing a lot. So I keep on reminding myself is that Mazen, you decided to bring in this beautiful girl to this beautiful world. Um, you just, you're, you, you're, uh, you, you're going to help her grow, whether it's physically, emotionally, psychologically, to, to have the best future that she is going to have. I, she owes me nothing. And this is what, something I keep on reminding myself because I used to see it from our parents. Mm. And, you know, I, I just did not like it back then. And now I'm just more aware and this changed a lot. So I don't know if it is uh, better or worse, like to, to answer your question, but I think there's this no is right the main... or wrong. There's just times where are changing, and the fact that we had to go through so many things because of our parents' decisions, it wasn't easy. So why not try new new approaches, right? Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course, I I respect and support and listen to my parents, but uh, it's just that I don't want to have that. Um, assertive personality on, on my child. I want to be just a, a platform to help her grow and, and you know, support her to, to get and be whatever she wants. 
and I wish my parents were like that. You know, it, um, I have a supportive family. Again, don't get me wrong, but it was just more. No, it was I always hierarchical. Yeah. You've got a parent and you've got a child. You have to listen to me every single time, and that's something that definitely changed. And I am adopting. I get it. No, thank you. Thank you for doing that. But let's speak about you and Gigi. I know that mm -hmm. you're someone who loves rituals. What is your favorite ritual to do with Gigi? Okay, my favorite ritual is probably our Sunday morning's uh, breakfast. Okay. So every Sunday morning, uh, just we go for breakfast. We have coffee. She, she loves her baby Chino now. She sees me always drinking <laughs> my cappuccino. See, I'm about to uh, start crying now thinking about it. But it's just a beautiful moment for me because during the week, I make sure I spend time with her. But it's just... Um, half an hour in the morning and then probably an hour in the evening before her sleep time and by the time I finish work because I'm working from the office these days. So the weekend for me is really where we spend a lot of time. So there are two things that I love doing and we've been doing for the past year is that Sunday morning's breakfast. She, I have my cappuccino, as I said. We get her a baby chino as well, and she 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 knows now. She's like ah, Didi Kathy, you know, and uh, it's like just daughter, like, of... like father, like daughter. <laughs> yeah, and we're just sitting there, and I just realized sometimes I'm in a busy place, and this is the moment where I'm just 100 focused with her. Like I don't play with my phone, I don't talk to anybody. I'm, it's I'm just divided. me and her. We're blabbing about nothing, and I'm just having so much fun. That's, that's a ritual that I really, really love. All right. I love that. The I, second I love rituals. Yeah. For me, I love rituals. Yeah. I love the fact that there's this quality time between the dad and the daughter that no one gets inside it. This is a special Absolutely. moment for us. But let's, let's travel. I know, let's travel together. Let's assume that Gigi is now 18 years old and she's watching this episode. What would you tell her? I love her so much. Uh, what I would tell her is that for the, those past 18 years, I've been working um, not hard, but I've been trying to uh, build the perfect platform for her to, to grow. And I hope she, she learned a thing or two from, from life and not just from her father. And all I want her to, to do is maybe just think of the right things, do the right things on her own and, uh, and just let, let life roll, basically. And whatever happens, happens. And she doesn't have to be too, too tough on herself. That's what I would, I would tell her. I think like in our region as well, there's always pressure about what do you want to do next? Uh, what, what do you want to be? What are you going to study? When are you going to get married? When are you going to get kids? And, and that's unnecessary uh, pressure, in my opinion. So if, if I'm going to tell her anything at 18 now to prepare her for the real world, I'm going to say just live it the way you want. Do, you know what's right. You know what's wrong. Try to make the right decisions. You will do sometimes bad mistakes. That's not a problem. But now is the time to really move and grow and just you know, welcome the real world. I can feel That's you getting emotional while you're saying that. Yeah, yeah, because I can't imagine that she's 18 now. You just uh, caught me off guard. Yeah. Well, Mazen, happy Father's Day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Is there anything else you would like to add for men, especially new dads listening to this? Um, yeah, you know, there's a question that I always get asked, especially from some women, like our friends, they're like, Mazen, how many diapers have you changed? <laughs> and, and, and this is a question that gets on my nerves because in my opinion, it is not about how many diapers I change and how many diapers my wife changes. It's not a competition. We complete each other. And uh, one thing I would always like to tell men is to think of equal parenting. So I, I am good at certain things and I suck at certain things. And the same applies to every person in this world. So I don't have to count the number of diapers uh, to, to, to show my equal parenting. You know, if I'm good at certain things, what I want to do is I want to focus on that. And that's maybe my good part. And the same applies to my partner. So let's think of how can we be equally parenting when it comes to being invested, you know, like in the, in the parenting, whether it's time, effort, love, care, um, diapers, uh, taking them to school and all of that. So as long as you're equally parenting, it's, it's something I love. A lot of, a lot of things, a lot of times I see guys here in the region where, you know, they will be proud about not being yeah. part of parenting. And this is something that really bothers me. It's like, how can you? How can you? That's your child. Yes, I'm, 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 maybe I don't like to do certain things, but I will make sure that I will put extra effort in other things. So that's, that's my message. And if we're talking about diapers, I have a funny story that maybe we want to close off with Rahaf. I remember I once took Gigi to the swimming class. You know, she, she, every like Saturday, she has swimming class. And uh, I was on my own with her. Okay. And you know, you have those diapers that are for the swimming pool and the regular diapers. So I'm not great at changing diapers, okay? I've, I've done it uh, a couple of times, but I'm not great at it. But there at the, at the pool, I had to change from the regular diaper to the um, uh, swimming pool diaper and then back from swimming pool diaper to the regular diaper. And I put her on the, on the tanning bed, I remember. I started changing. And I thought, you know, I was doing a great job. <laughs> Until a sweet lady walked up to me as and she's like, um, I'm really sorry, but do you need help? <laughs> I was like, why? Do I look that I really suck at changing diapers? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I see that you're struggling. So, <laughs> and that, that was just a funny story to me that uh, I always remember when I talk about diapers. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But that's, that's a, an amazing uh, point to, to, to highlight. So thank you so much for bringing that up. Um, I think it's, I'm, I'm in no position to give any opinion, any idea about parenting. But what I would say it would be maybe reasonable or logical is equal parenting in a way that exactly what you just said, I am good in those things. So I'm going to be focusing on that. I'm not really good, but she, my partner is. So it's a compliment, it's a teamwork. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. I love Absolutely, that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Amazon. You. Uh, Thank you. Thank lots of you kisses to Gigi. And um, Thank you. yeah, you're doing Thank an you. amazing I really job. Am. <laughs> you are doing an amazing job. I, I don't think I am doing an amazing job yet. I am just, I learn. Uh, and of no, course, you are, you are. Where is self-care and self-love? You are. Every day we get better. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. And that's what I like. Like every day you get better, every day you learn something. And this is what I'm really enjoying. I'm enjoying this journey. You know, I enjoy seeing Gigi grow and it's just, it's just beautiful. I mean, I don't know how I was saying before that I, I never wanted to have kids, but now this is the best thing that ever happened to me. Honestly, Things happen sound- when you're ready for them. Yeah, true, true. I think you're never ready, but once you have it, you'll become ready. Yeah, you know, that's and, a much better way to put it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mazen, thank you again. And thank you. Until the next episode, I'll see you guys. If you liked this uh, episode and conversation with Mazen, please do share it with your friends and family. And I'll see you in the next one.